This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Topics worthy of discussion. For Pizzaville, pound 3636. And joining us in the studio... Wow, we're replete with all kinds of uh, star talent here. Adrian Batra, editor-in-chief of the Toronto Sun. How are you? It's a great day for talk radio, John. Thank you for that, Adrian. Stephen Holliday is the deputy mayor and counselor for Ward 3 at Tobacco Centre. How's Stephen? I'm doing great. All ready to talk. Done a lot of talking this week because it was a council week. Okay, uh, we'll get to that here in a moment. It sort of uh, got relegated to the back pages, I guess. <laughs> and David Wills, senior vice president of Media Profile. That's a leading Toronto public relations agency. How's David? He's good, but he's struggling to figure out what we're going to possibly talk about today. Well, you know, Shall you're the, we discuss? Look, hmm. You're the hmm. guy uh, with the public relations agency. Yeah. I mean, PR disaster for the prime minister and the Liberal Party, this thing, isn't it? Well, yes. That's very charitable. You know, you can't, no matter how hard you rub, you can't get a hush puppy to hold a shine, right? And the, I think that there is no good way to describe this for, from their perspective. Uh, I, I'm yet to see what their path out is. I saw just before we came in here that uh, Jerry Butts has uh, asked to testify before the Justice Committee, so they're actually contributing to keeping the story going. So mm. I don't understand the strategy. So, okay, well, I was going to ask you if you had to put together a strategy here, uh, if you could concoct something, a possible Hail Mary for this party, because the ribbon now, too, with the people who support Jody Wilson-Raybould and those who support the Prime Minister over her testimony, uh, that won't augur well going forward. But in the sense of, uh, you know, even having to try to re-legitimize their moral authority to govern, I mean, where do they go? Well, you can pull the fire alarm in the, the in the <laughs> building. You know, the you can do the Donald Trump and walk out on a uh, uh, you know a negotiation with a with a crazy uh, mm. North Korean leader. That didn't work for him yesterday either. But I I don't know what they do because you know her testimony was so compelling. It was so detailed, and it got so much attention. But what it really did was offer up details to ask better questions. And that's what we're seeing happening now. Well, all right. But Adrian Battery, you know, as I get it, the Liberals, based on the fallout from yesterday, uh, it seems like in concert, they're singing off the same hymn sheet saying, well, it's just her opinion. Mm-hmm. You had Krista Freeland weighing in on that. Bill Morneau as well saying, you know, uh, really, this was nothing inappropriate. And uh, she's got her own view of things. The, even the prime minister saying, well, she perceived it one way. I perceive it another way. It's a wash kind of thing. But then on the other hand of that, John, you have a number of liberal MPs who have taken to social media to support her and, you know, raise their fist in support of her and say, thank you for speaking your truth. So there are, yes, of course, some cabinet solidarity happening between what Christian Freeland's saying, quote, that was her truth. And then we heard Bill Morneau, you know, bringing back that uh, jobs, jobs, jobs chestnut that, uh, they have been sort of talking about for some time. And then you heard the prime minister also resurrect the it's Scott Bryson's fault. So (laughs) if you're ever in a position of having to deal with crisis communications, which I have, um, and you're in this situation, you, you kind of throw anything at the wall to see what sticks, but this has been three sustained weeks of day after day of terrible headlines from the Globe and Mail, from the Sun, from the Star, from everybody in the media that is now so focused laser on this, that has been saying from the beginning, let her speak. So yeah, she got to speak her so-called truth yesterday, 
right? But she was still hamstrung by not allowing to give us the entire part of the story, mm. specifically meaning that the, she was only able to speak up until, I believe it was January 14th. Well, until her tenure as the AG was still Correct. intact. So, and then they have the cabinet shuffle, et cetera. And then we see every, but every man got to speak. Justin Trudeau got to speak. Michael uh, what, Wernick. The, Wernick got to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerald Butts got to speak. Wow. But she didn't get to. Uh-oh. So what we need to know, I think is important, is what actually was the conversation between Justin Trudeau and Jody Wilson-Raybould three weeks ago in Vancouver, when then ultimately she did resign from cabinet altogether. But now that all said... Um, I think this is uh, sort of one of those situations where, yes, crisis communications is out the door. I don't think Justin Trudeau realizes just how bad this is. I watched his press conference last night, and anybody that would have watched that, this is a man that is either oblivious or refuses to admit the what is going well, on around this? him. how about this? He's so arrogant that he believes uh, he has such a, a reservoir of goodwill established that he can say whatever to the contrary, and that nullifies her powerful testimony, rendering it a he said, she said, and it's a wash, and then we move on because there is no smoking gun. Although I'm now being apprised that the RCMP are conducting a preliminary investigation in the wake of her testimony yesterday saying they've begun to seize phones, blackberries, mm-hmm. and they're citing the criminal code section 30, 139, which is obstruction of justice. Do you think that's a dog that'll hunt Stephen Holiday? I do, and this is what I think Canadians expect. And this is, you know, as this story unfolds, this is going to be an important piece. I want to go back to, regardless of what comes out from a criminal-type investigation, what you were just talking about, I think we've now been introduced to the real Justin Trudeau. I think this is an exciting time for Canadians because we've had this chance to look behind the curtain to understand what the Sabrosa discussions are that happens between prime ministers and ministers. And what this has taught me a lot about is Justin Trudeau and his leadership, or maybe lack thereof. Um, You know, why is it that a prime minister needs to apparently strong arm a justice minister? Um, You know, this justice minister is a smart lady or former justice minister is a smart lady. You would think that she would have known all of the things that the prime minister's office would apparently have been talking to her about and briefing her about the importance of such uh, a large company in the employment. So what was the reason for those conversations. You know, I understand we got opportunity. Now I want to understand what motive is. What was the motive for the Prime Minister to be so deeply involved? And I think an RCMP investigation, or at least a preliminary one, may get, may begin to answer well, those questions. She spelled it out yesterday rather emphatically that he told her, <laughs> look, there were several instances. Uh, there's an election we've got to win. Uh, this was one of the stalwarts in the PMO uh, that said that, but he even reminded her that he's an MP from Papineau in Quebec. (laughs) I mean, if he's protecting jobs, certainly his job was top of mind. I mean, David Wills, uh, there's no getting around it now. He's condemned by the things that he said to her directly. And the credibility factor is it weighs heavily in her favor, doesn't it? I I think so. I think everybody who watched yesterday and Everybody who spoke yesterday, and that includes the leaders of the three parties who spoke afterward and everybody who spoke at committee, she won the day. She was the most credible. She was the most calm. She was the most professional, the most prepared. And, and you know, I think that um, she did an, an amazing job. But interesting little fact here for, uh, for radio. Mm-hmm. 35 years ago today, you know what happened? Mm. Walk in the snow. Justin's father took a walk in the snow and made a decision. Well, there's a lot of snow and in Ottawa this week, so uh, <laughs> this is an opportune yeah, moment. Season. Carpe diem, lad. Carpe diem. I'm not sure he's going to take a walk in the snow, but I think he could learn from that lesson and really take a pause 
uh, and think about you know what his, instead of thinking about what the next message is, thinking about what the what 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 is the next step? How do we make this right? And I think that's probably what we're going to see because I think he's empowered. Uh, both of the opposition parties, he has brought public attention to this issue where I'm not sure how much it was resonating before this, but it's they have now breathed new life into it. Uh, you know, a week ago, I would have said, I'm not sure it's going to last to the election. Mm. And I don't think any of us are going to say, you know, I don't think that anymore because I think this has got a lot of legs. The RCMP stuff, you know, they don't move at a at a huge pace. So that's going to take some time. Uh, and I, you know, I do think it is the topic of the day, even though there's not going to be question period after tonight, uh, after tonight's debate uh, for a couple of weeks, Three it's going to live. It's going to it live. It doesn't matter because every single event Justin Trudeau attends, he will be asked this question, regardless if he's trying to relaunch our space program today or not, which he, he was mm. trying to attempt to do. But there are 11 names that Jody Wilson-Raybould gave yesterday. So, yes, Gerald Butts, of course, is at the top of that list. And we all were wondering, well, if you did nothing wrong, why did you resign? And that question still remains to be answered. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that will be asked and, and answered at committee. That's what we'll be seeing. Ten more people need to come to that committee and speak to 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 the justice uh, the, the MPs at Justice Committee so we can get a sense of what actually happened. But regardless, if it's eleven versus one, so those eleven individuals from Bill Morneau's office to to Prime Minister Trudeau's office, her truth mm. is out there, and she at this point is unimpeachable. Well, and I think she punctuated that point or just drove it home. It was like uh, spiking or jamming a basketball in her first it. line. Well, her first line, but it also, when she brought it all back home saying, look, you know, the rule of law is fundamental. Uh, I've seen as an indigenous woman how we've been betrayed because there has been abrogation of the rule of law. So she contextualized it in historic terms as well, which, by the way, for progressives, you know, how do you square that circle? That's uh, right back at you. So uh, there is that. As a woman, too, who's been bullied Mm -hmm. and uh, not believed now, they're phrasing it that, you know, she's not credible. And I thought that was the mantra, believe the woman. Uh, So you see where we're going with all of the. By the way, uh, just out of curiosity, as the editor of the Toronto Sun, Mm -hmm. Adrian, could you take a phone call from uh, Katie Telford saying, look, I'd like to put an op-ed piece <laughs> in your paper that's, uh, you know, run interference for the Prime Minister here. You- well, I can assure you that that call would never come to the Toronto Sun, but that said, uh, you know, I did it, it, you know, it sort of you know, raises your, your ire a bit when you hear that, because they just came out with that $600 million plus package that they're going to provide to the media uh, in order to make sure that we keep up with the digital What was your, um, what was your share? Did you get a check Yeah, yet? we have a, no, no check in the mail yeah. yet, but nonetheless, um, the this is one of those sorts of things you think, how predictable, right? Because who, she didn't name any name. Like, who, are they going to get op-ed writer, opinion writers to do it? Are they going to get third-party people to do it? Uh, but you can tell just by virtue of that statement alone, there was um, a thought process that they knew this was wrong. Mm. And all of this will come into play in an RCMP investigation and actually into a uh, ethics, ethics investigation, which is ongoing right now. All right. So uh, to wrap that part of the conversation, Justin Trudeau should take the opportunity to uh, take the walk in the snow because, of course, we've got a lot of snow up in Ottawa. So carpe diem. And if the check ever does come to you from that big fund, uh, the media fund, that's carpe Drinks per diem. on me. Carpe <laughs> per diem. Yeah. <laughs> Seize the check. Yeah. Uh, there you go. We've got it all covered. I want to come back. I mean, there are other elements to this story to pursue, including the Liberals are planning to table a bill tomorrow to grant pardons to those uh, facing, you know, obviously criminal sanctions for pot possession, and they've got a record. Uh, is that going to be enough of a distraction play? That and more. Top 
topics worthy of discussion when we return with our panel, Stephen Holliday, David Wills, and Adrian Batra on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 